0: Hello, my name's David. This is the Hypothetic RRL, a podcast about the what ifs of rugby league history. This is episode number two of the two thousand and five Hyper NRL season. So I've got represent- representatives, might I say, from the Seagulls and the Bulldogs. So I've got uh, Bruce from the Seagulls. How are you going, Bruce?
1: All good, thank you, David. How hey, are you?
0: I'm good, and I've got um, I've got Scott from the Bulldogs, who goes by Cliffy. So I don't know which way you want to be got- talked about.
2: Yeah, Cliffy, Cliffy works, mate. That's Let's fine. go
0: with Cliffy. I call you Cliff on everything else. You're you're one of my Hyper M judges. So if anyone doesn't agree with uh, with what Cliffy's been giving his points, you can you can hit him up on uh, on Twitter and tell him how wrong you are. I, I believe someone had a go at you for um for putting Tane Milne in at one point.
2: No, that wasn't me. I that wasn't given, you. I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't, uh, Milne any points. I think I think the only person that's had a go at me was uh, you, and I didn't give. Uh,
0: Mitchell Moses points one week yeah yeah. well that's fair enough I can't believe you didn't give Mitchell Moses points
1: (laughs) you you, you could go a whole year and not give Mitchell Moses points what are you talking about he
0: got points this week he got he got uh, he got the two this week
1: yes he did he was very good there were a few people with eyebrows in the air about that one David
0: well, I, I mean, this may come out after we've played Manly. So, like, this isn't—we're talking about the Roosters game, not the Manly one. So, when when we, yes. you know, demolish Manly by, you about can't 50, be talking
1: about the Manly one; it hasn't happened
0: yet. Yeah, but when this podcast comes out, it'll be after that. Oh, I see what you mean. You see yes. what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's how time travel works, Bruce.
1: I do see what you mean.
0: Don't don't worry about me, David. I'm always a little slow. <laughs> no, that's okay. Well, it's a pleasure to have both of you on. I've I've obviously talked to both of you before, um, and yeah, now we're we're doing a a different concept again. So similar to what we did a couple of years ago, uh, 1992 season. We're doing the 2005 2005 season, uh, which you know we're we're getting everyone to pick a game that their team had lost, and we're swapping the result for years. Um, we, I think we've We've, told, we've talked to Bruce, I think you've told me your story about uh, the bus driver about four times now, Bruce. So, I mean, you yes. can feel free to tell me again, but, um, you know, like those those dirty Seagulls fans. I mean, you know, imagine this poor kid is, you know, from Mossman and he and he has to get right on a bus and he has to name the back rowers for Manly.
1: Well, it was Brian Taylor was the bus driver and uh, that was the deal, that you didn't get to go home unless you could. He was a rather one-eyed Manly supporter, so uh, I got to know back rowers, centres, five-eights, half-backs, full-backs uh, pretty quickly, hmm. and uh, I can't say I could complain, it's actually been quite good.
0: Yeah, I suppose it was, I mean, the time that you are talking about, what what, what was that, the, the 70s that that happened? It's a pretty good time to be a Manly fan.
1: It uh, would have been very early 70s, yes, yeah, 71, somewhere there, 70, 71. Yeah so as uh i'd I'd sort of started following them and getting into it i was 10 years old mind you Hmm. and uh oh 72 oh oh premiership oh that's pretty cool hey i like (laughs) that and uh 73 oh another one but 76 oh another one yeah let's not throw at 76 that was All right. Neville, dropped the ball, David.
0: Yeah, but Ray Higgs goes through and doesn't look inside for Mark Levy. He's got him under the posts. It's 13-0 it's, yeah, well, with a kick to come. was known for many
1: things. Hard tackling being first and foremost, but let's face it, passing was probably not one of the things he no, did well.
0: No, no. Look, he, he, I think he backed himself, and unfortunately, it didn't come off. But either way, um, yeah, all right, so... I mean, I think if anyone wants to hear the Manly story in full, you can you can give it to them again, or you can listen to one of the other podcasts that Bruce was on. Uh, I think I've asked, like I said, I think I've asked you that question four times, uh, Cliffy. Yeah. I think I may have asked you your Bulldogs question, but yeah, you know, why are you a Bulldogs fan?
2: Probably, uh, mate. Just started out the life, my life in uh, Campsy, Had had a few cousins that uh, went for the Bulldogs. I got a, got a little picture of me when I was two or three, and probably you know eighty four or something in the. In the Bulldogs jersey so I, I don't remember making a selection really I've just kind of gone for him ever since and you know probably the the first grand final I really remember is the 88 grand final I remember watching it as a seven-year-old so probably Eli Brucey it's um th- those early memories were pretty good and the uh, the dogs had a good run for quite a while there, minor premiers in ninety four. So when when I'm in the my starting to get in my early teens, they're a strong team we win the comp in ninety five and uh, pretty strong, oh, can we fill-in please fill-in. not
1: talk about that? Uh, no, him. we're not talking about 95 you Talking
2: about Bruce? I, yeah, I don't no, think
1: I 95. Wasn't that premiership withheld? I don't. I don't recall who won that.
2: Uh, still sitting in the foyer down at Canterbury Leagues, Brucey. I think, mate.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure every. Leadership- Terry Lamb holding that trophy up? That was just awful.
0: <laughs> I think. I'm pre- glad- oh, glad
2: I just, I'm glad you're not a Tigers fan. I'd have to hear about L- L- Ellery
0: Hanley. As I was well, about so. to ask you about L- Ellery Hanley and whether, as a seven-year-old, you thought it was okay. I'm pretty sure you thought was it was fine.
2: fine. Bounced, yeah, bounced off the ball. From yeah, my it best was, recollection, it was sweet,
1: so. yeah. yeah. Nothing to see there. Play on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, those were the days.
2: Yeah, so it, it, yeah, so I had a had a really good run as a bulldog supporter up until you know '98 grand final. We lost that, and the 2004, and then Desi came in and made a couple of grand finals, and made the last uh, the last five or six years have been pretty tough. Even up till yesterday, that was a big big one. Baz uh, leaving probably the best move, but. Um,
1: have you sent yeah. your resume to Phil Gould just out of interest, Cliffy, to see I, whether you get a coaching gig?
2: You're probably not gonna believe this, Bruce, but he's blocked me on Twitter and that's that's the only <laughs> contact I've
1: got with him. So. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't, hey, if you said he hadn't blocked
0: you on Twitter, I would I would say I wouldn't believe it. Like he's blocked everyone. I
1: don't even
2: I don't even know why. I'm his um his biggest supporter. I just get on there and gush and love you, gas, love your work, big fella, yeah. and he's gonna yeah. block me, so I'm, 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 I'm for some a, reason blocked
0: with one account, but not with the other. And I don't remember saying You're anything right. on, on one or the other. Like, I don't remember saying anything bad about the Bulldogs at all. I don't talk about them. But uh, Mate, yeah. it's
2: a strange place. A strange place. And
0: then, like, I know we're uh, going off on track here a little bit here, but I look
2: at like, my young, my youngest is four and he's got his Bulldog jersey and all that. And he, I go for the Bulldogs. And but I start to wonder how he's going to get an attachment with such a rabble of a club at the moment. So. It's uh, strange times being a Bulldogs fan at the
0: yeah. moment, mate. You know what it makes you, when you're a fan of a club and they're not doing well when you're younger? It makes you, it gives you more resolve sometimes. It like can make can go the other way, uh, but it sometimes gives you more resolve.
2: Sticking for the hard times. The good yeah. times are
0: even better, yeah. huh? Well, I mean, I was, was, was yeah. Sorry, go on. No, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I, I had like, you know, I don't remember any of this success because I was too young and then it was all failure. So, but I stuck with my <laughs> team. So, you know, it happens.
2: Cheering on Tolson that- Tollett and Scotty Mann.
0: Yep. No, good old, good old Scotty
1: is Marne. a name. <laughs> um, not talking about Canterbury all night, but they were they're talking about it on NRL 360 tonight. And and just quickly, you know, the, the thing they talk about how Canterbury's run and the fans have such a huge input. And uh, you, you know what's missing, don't you? Peter Bullfrog Moore. Yeah. And yep. he was the guy who could pull it together, pull the sponsors together, pull the coaches together, pull the players together, pull the fans together. Nobody had a bad word to say about him. He was the glue that held that mm-hmm. whole thing. And and you just look at it now. And I mean, I've got no particular axe to grind against Gus. I mean, hey, he hasn't blocked me, but <laughs> you know, yes, just thought I'd get that in David. Um, but, you know, it's 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 the CEO and having the personality that he had that enabled it to work throughout the Dogs of War period, the Warren Ryan period, the 80s, the 90s, yes, Cliffy 95. But it was, you know, he 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 kept all the threads in 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 line, and that's what it seems obvious. And I'm an outsider looking in. You you just don't have that, and that's that's a big thing, especially the way Canterbury is.
2: Mm. Yeah, they're missing it for sure. Mm.
0: So it's probably a good idea. Maybe we have a – I might go back to you, Cliff, and we'll just say what are your memories of the 2005 season?
2: Mate, the The good memories of the 2004 season. And when you uh, – the, the team we had in 2004, you had um, Rooney Matua, Jonathan Thurston, Sonny – Bill and Roy Ascottasi on the bench. Like I, I thought, just, we were just set let there. us know
1: when you're getting up to the limit of the salary cap there, Cliffy, and when <laughs> you're going over it. Just let us know that.
0: <laughs> hey, they were hey, all hold all on, all manly fine, salary cap. Up, come with that. <laughs> yeah. So, so
2: having that that bench winning that grand final in 2004, you felt like it was the start of a what should have been multiple premierships. So. Mm. I went to as a member back then. I'm not a member anymore. I'm, I'm out of state. I'm an out-of-state member. But remember member there, I used to go to every game. And the expectation was exceptionally high. Um, but the season uh, didn't really deliver. It was really patchy. Um, it was a really bad start to the year for the Bulldogs. Um, then they got on a bit of a run and won a few few games. Um, had, a, had a decent run of probably 10 or 12 rounds. And then they just fell off the edge of a cliff, and I think I think we lost the last five or six rounds, and you know finished, might have been thirteenth or twelfth, um, something like that. And yeah. it was really disappointing. There was a bunch of injuries. I remember um, a lot of a lot of players made debuts that year that probably wouldn't make it in other years. Um, yeah, so it was a it was a pretty rough season, um, and and not what I thought we were building to.
0: Mm. So, so the big questions always asked, and it's probably good I did ask you. Do you think that they made the right choice letting Thurston go and keeping Sherman and Astor? No, well, absolutely. In if they
1: could have their time over again, they'd do it again.
0: <laughs>
2: high high insight's a wonderful thing, um, yeah. but I mean, you, you knew what Thurston was like. I remember watching Grand Finals, um, the junior uh, the. Reserve grade, jersey flag the previous years. I remember we were very strong coming through in the juniors in that period. We had a bunch of young juniors and Thurston was the star, mate. He scored all the points. Um, they won They won the uh, would have been flagged, then reserve grade with Thurston lead them. So you knew he was something mm. um, and we would invested into him. And um, I suppose at the time when they did let him go, the 2004, I mean, we, we won the comp. Braith was playing good footy. Sherwin was, you know, he was getting talked about as if Andrew Johns fell over, he might get a start in origin. Um, mm. So he was on form and, and it didn't take didn't take too long. It was only a couple of years for that decision to come back and buy him because I think Braith left in the end of 2007 or 2008, something like that. Yeah. Make Sherwin signed that five-year contract and uh, once he got that, he didn't produce like he did before he signed that big 5-year contract so yeah it it's a, definitely a sliding doors moment a
0: hypothetical rugby league is what happens if
2: JT stayed at the bulldogs
0: yeah well maybe one day we can do that one but uh yeah look i think i think you look at, like you said you look at who was there and and i know there's potential but you know you've got to go with your established star like you've you've won a premiership with that halves pairing you got to you got to stick with them but yeah, it obviously didn't work out. I just, I wanted an opinion of a Canterbury fan just to see whether at the time, you know, you guys thought they should have kept Thurston or not. I mean, you couldn't keep them all, but, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was worthwhile dumping off a couple of other guys to try and keep him or something.
2: Yeah, well, it was, uh, he was a keeper. I think he was a keeper from, from a, once the Bulldogs signed him and he was playing those junior grades. I mean, Well, you look what he did for the Cowboys grand final.
0: Yep, definitely. 2005,
2: like what a, what a huge impact he had in one season going up there. It was massive.
0: Exactly. Um, all right, well, that's pretty much Canterbury. So, I mean, Manly, you guys made the finals. So, I mean, what did you think of 2005? into eighth. Yep, you slipped in.
1: Well, t- 2005 was part of the rebuild. So mm. we'd come out of that hideous Northern Eagles debacle. <sighs> Um, and, and they, it's actually interesting looking back at it because, you know, the, the, the guy who should have been coaching was Des and Des started out, he was on the sideline and he was in the trainer's shirt. And then they finally maneuvered him into the right, uh, the right position in 2004. Um, so, so this is all part of the build to 2007 where they made the grand final 2008 where they won, um. Yeah, it was an interesting sort of a season. You had Ben Kennedy there uh, teaching the likes of Anthony Watmo and Glenn Stewart and Jason King how to be first grade forwards. And that was great. Obviously, Beaver as well. Um, This was also a period where there was apparently Manly not liking playing under lights, if you can believe that. (laughs) And uh, most of their losses for the season were under lights. Oh, how far we've come. Um very early on, I think it was round three, um we had our uh life member and possibly future immortal John Hobawati sent off or uh, uh Keith Galloway headbutting his elbow. Uh nothing in that <laughs> play <one>. on. <laughs>
0: yeah, another one bouncing um, off the
1: ball. Yeah, just bouncing yeah, off the
0: ball. Just yeah.
1: just, just ridiculous. And uh, unfortunately, following a 17-game suspension, for some reason, the uh, Manly uh, hierarchy met and decided to terminate Hopper's contract. I mean, who saw that coming? (laughs) But uh, interestingly, in that game, we did have a first-grade debut, and uh, that was sort of significant. And uh, everybody knows the Cronulla game because of Hopper and poor old Keithy. But uh, Steve Matai made his NRL debut in the same game. Interesting. And these are all part of the pieces that, that are coming together for, for Manley's later run. Uh, a couple of interesting things. Michael Monaghan was the halfback. Everybody loved him. He was great. But the brain's trust of Des and uh, Noel Cleal couldn't see a premiership in him. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the season, he was released and he went over to England. Yeah. And uh, certainly the chief sponsor of the, at that time was Max Delbige, and he was most outspoken that uh, they'd let Michael Monaghan go. And, of course, ultimately, Manly signed Matt Orford. Um, another player they let go, Chad Randall, who was the hooker, son of a uh, club immortal or club legend. Um, obviously, didn't see a premiership in him, him either. And they were keeping tabs on a youngster up in Kingaroy called Matt Ballen. Mm and uh Chad was let go and Matt ballen came in and obviously that was uh, the rest was history yeah. um but yeah it was just one of those interesting sort of seasons definitely on the build they had some great victories um you were interested to know that Stephen dank was in the background mixing <laughs> his
0: uh,
1: herbs and 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 some cocktails yeah. and whatever, oh, calves, blood, we had every sort of blood down there then. (laughs) Um, The only difference between Manly and Essendon was, I think, James Heard said to Stephen Dank, yeah, go over there and do what you want. Uh, Dez, being the hyperactive little man that he was, was sticking his fingers into everything and tasting it and going, what's this, what's that? So uh, there was never any suggestion that what Stephen Dank did was was illegal. But anyway, he was there. And but yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, interesting year. Manly had three players play Origin: Ben Kennedy, Steve Menzies, and Anthony Watmo. Would have been a very young Anthony Watmo. Hmm. And uh, their leading point scorer was Michael Witt. Yes, And I wish I'd have played in a team with Michael Witt. Imagine the kind of nicknames you could have come up with. <laughs> ah, dear, 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 oh, dear. Paramount Legend, a, Michael Witt. That's a Witt. smorgasbord of opportunity, that is. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it was a rebuilding
0: year for men. Well, you, yeah, there was two Witt brothers. There was Michael and there was the other one, Steve. Hey. Steve. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Paramount Legend, Michael Witt uh reserve grade legend though not really good in first grade uh but uh yeah no it's a really good (laughs) player scored 140 uh, points he did he did really well manly yeah he did (sighs) yeah um i was gonna say something about someone and i can't remember what it is now anyway that's okay i had a smart ass comment i can't remember what it was so let's not let's move past it
1: David, this whole podcast relies on your smart-ass comments. Come on, pick it
0: up. (laughs) Sorry. I had had something about someone and I can't remember what it was now. Um, No, no, it's gone. That's all right. Uh, Look, yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying. Manly building nicely, 2005, you know. I suppose we all have to acknowledge 2008 at this point and and where they got to. Um, But, yeah, all right. Well, I mean, you know, it... Surely, if Michael Witt stuck around, you would have got there earlier.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I can't quite figure out how we managed to lose Michael Witt, and and why would we have picked up people like Kieran Foran? I mean, just ridiculous. Oh, I
0: don't know. Don't know what's going on. All right. Well, I think that pretty much puts us where two thousand five was. Do um, you got any other thoughts about two thousand five? Either of you about you know how it played out, or you know, do you think that the right winner came up, and what what you think is going to happen this time? I think, uh, I think the semi final <clears throat> series in uh,
2: 2005 was out of control. That um, the Tigers and the Cowboys going through Parra and The Dragons were red hot favourites coming into that last round. Sorry to bring that up, Dave,
0: but no, that's um, okay. I'm sure that, I'm going to hear that about um, that ten times, a, but that's fine.
2: Oh mate, that was a that was a crazy. It, it was that um, both those games are one of those those games where you remember where you watched it. Like the Dragons getting rolled, Parramatta getting put away, um, that was, uh, yeah, that was a that, that was some crazy results. And, um, I Cliffy,
0: so. I think the term is choked, Parramatta, yeah. choked. Well, I um, can tell you exactly <coughs> where I watched it, in the fetal position. So, yes, <laughs> yeah, haven't you, left
1: you, you were in the outside toilet, weren't you, David? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't happy. I wasn't
0: very happy. From the moment Daniel Wagon slipped over, in the, when they scored their first try, I knew it was a problem. I knew it was gone. But, um, yeah, and, and Look, that that Dragons Tigers game was was immense, like an epic game. It was an amazing game to watch, because you just didn't think that any you didn't think the Tigers stood a chance, and they they just beat them. They just they just it was too good for them. The um
2: and they was, Tigers and from memory, I haven't got this up. Tigers and Cowboys played in the first round.
0: They did, yeah. Of the finals as well,
2: didn't they? And the Tigers give it to the Cowboys. Yep, about 50, remember, 50 to six, yeah. I think it was. It was a Huge score. So, yeah, and then even yeah. that, then when the Cowboys beat Parra, was that something like twenty nine 0 Was
0: it? Yeah. was a flogging as well. Twenty nine nil, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it one was of those crazy, things. Yeah. yeah, it was a weird final series, and it just the way it worked out. I mean, I mean, the first week of the final series was fantastic because we got to beat Manly, and we got Terry um, Terry Lamb got zimbind for talking back to the ref. I think it was, or he got penalised for talking back um, to the ref. I don't know it was something. Terry good. Hill, yeah, Terry Hill. It was um, it was a Terry Hill. Would have been. 2005. Yeah, it would have. Been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was... wouldn't have been Terry Lamb. It no, it's Terry for, Hill. Yeah. Did I say Terry Lamb? He could have. No, oh, yeah.
2: Terry Lamb could have done it if he wanted to.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, he would have had to have come back from retirement, but yes. And played for Manly. Sorry, <laughs> I, I meant to say Terry yes. Hill, because um, I, I believe he was playing the ball uh, and then mouthed off to the ref, and the referee penalised him for mouthing off while he was playing the ball. It was great. I think we it's won um, 40. Absolutely 40 ridiculous. It was something it was at Paramount Stadium, we all enjoyed it. So you know, it's great. <laughs> well we we thought we were on the way to a premiership. So, you know, we, we were it was these like flying. got to beat Manly yeah. in the first week, got to have a week off, got to come against these cowboys, and they're not gonna be any good, and then bam, it's over. So Yeah. All right. Um all right, we might as well get on to the games we've chosen. I'm I i i will go to you first, Bruce. So do you remember which game you chose and, and why you did it?
1: Yeah, that hideous thrashing down at uh, Shark Park. Um, I don't have the score of it in front of me, but what was it, 64 to...
0: Something like that. Not for, not very many. It was a big, it was a big big loss. And it's actually, in yes. a way, could be tactical as well because you, you're obviously only only get two extra points from what you're doing, but you're also going to change your for and against too. So if this comes down to a for and against yes. at the end, you, you might have done yourself a huge service. Hmm.
1: Yes, I did think that, but uh, when I saw that and I went through the games, I mean, oh, that's the one to go, and it was about the third last round too.
0: Yeah, it was so, right near the end. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, if I you mean- had <laughs> it, as, a,
1: as as a good victim of concussion, of course I don't remember it because <laughs> it was such a belting. But uh, yes, yeah, so I know that was the one to reverse big time. Yeah. So that would have taken us from twenty-eight points to thirty. Put us level with the filthy wrestling salary cap, rotting storm, mm-hmm. and how we would have gone then on forward against. I don't have, but
0: yeah, so we'll see because obviously you get the two extra points. We'll see if anyone wants to target manly because you're sitting in eighth, so you may get targeted. We're not sure. Uh, I remember last time, team finished, it was a top five, and the team finished third, which was third or fourth, we're in fourth, the, the Knights. Got absolutely pummeled by everyone. I think they had like seven of the twelve people. went after sixteen people, so you could have that happen again, or it could just be no one, and you might end up finishing higher in the ladder. So we'll see what happens. Um, everyone's already locked all their stuff in by now, so no one can change it. Um, so I know what's happened, but I'm not telling you. Um, uh, Cliffy, what, which game did you choose, and, and what was your reason? So, so Brucey, this is confession
2: time for me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bless me, Father, no. for I.
2: There's have a reason I put these two good. together. <laughs> so this is a <clears throat> this is a two part for me, and this is a game. The round ten, lost to Manly. I, I remember it vividly. Vividly, I was my my now wife. We were in the early stages of uh, seeing each other, and we went away for the weekend. We went up to Sunny Patonga, and it was a Saturday night, and. Uh, rather than take her out for a lovely meal, and a succulent Chinese meal, <laughs> we uh, made her watch this bludger of a game on a Saturday night in the rain from Telstra Stadium where the dogs went down and it was a, it was one of the lowest quality games I can remember. And it's it, I honestly remember it vividly of how bad it was. Um, <clears throat> and so that, that triggered a memory and I went back and had a look through the season and there wasn't too much that the Bulldogs could do so the Bulldogs kind of finished like I said in 12th or 13th and we we're uh, I'll just have a look here we were uh
1: 12 12 Yeah, yeah.
2: 12 and we were finished on 23 points and mainly finished in eighth on 28 points so one result wasn't going to make a big change to the Bulldogs but I went and had a bit of a look after I saw this I went and had a bit of a look through um where we would have ended up. And, and I think this loss might have been a bit of a momentum killer for the Bulldogs. So it was at the back of a bad start to the year where we lost a few on the trot. And then this was a, a, a tough loss where we got on a bit of a run. And having a look at the table after 20 rounds, the Bulldogs were in ninth spot and are on uh, 23 points. But the team, the team, the team that was in third spot, was the storm, and they were on twenty-four points. So after round twenty, if the Bulldogs had have just had those extra two spot uh, two points, they'd be sitting in third spot, and. Um, my, my, my theory was, and I can't go back and change all these games now, but coming into round 20 and well, third you spot, do need
1: to change about a dozen, yes.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just thinking, Bruce, I could have built some momentum if we were in third spot after 20 rounds. And, um, yeah. you know, then they went on and lost the last six. And maybe that wouldn't have been the case if we had uh, have got the Chockeys on that wet, windy, cold May night. Round ten against Manly at Telstra Stadium, Um, and I hate Manly as well. So, and and
0: either way, um, at least when you actually, you know, made your partner watch that, um, you would have at least got something good out of it.
2: The win, yeah, could have could have changed the night. I'm pretty sure I packed my uh, bat and ball up and went home and sulked in the bed and breakfast we'll stay (laughs) in. I'm pretty sure. Didn't, didn't take would have had a much better holiday. Well. So, yes, well, it would have been much better. Yeah, it didn't didn't take losses too well after the glorious 2004 season. I wasn't wasn't used to these losses, so yeah, yeah. that one that one sucked. But, yeah, so that's my uh, my game. I'd like to change, and also I think that it was also a little bit strategic. If if I could shake it up a little bit and take a couple of points off Manly, I'm sure I wouldn't be the only one. Yeah. Um and it could could really have a bigger big effect and a big change on the whole season.
0: So It very well could. Um and you know, like I think the borders maybe too far back at 2023 twenty three. Well I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get to twenty five points now. So probably still too far back, but you never know. I mean if there's if a bunch of people try and target all the ones in the middle, you guys might get untouched and you <laughs> might, you know, maybe maybe twenty five gets you in there or You know, either way, maybe you just get a little bit of vengeance on Manly, and they don't make it, or we'll see what happens. Yeah.
1: The bad news, Cliffy, is Manly's still on twenty eight after this? So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) semi-finals, here we come.
0: (laughs) Very
2: true. Let's see how the podcast goes. (laughs) Let's Let's see see how how it goes. Hopefully, hopefully everyone's out of goal. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. uh, Sure, Kev would have targeted it on either Manly or the Roosters as well. So, I'm sure there's almost two points there.
1: That, well, we'll... that horrible big T's got nothing to do with this, has he? No, no, no he's
0: he's not in this one. Uh, we've got different. Good. We've got different West Tigers guy. He basically told me he couldn't he couldn't live through this. Um, it would be too soul destroying because this is the only bright spot uh, in, in West Tigers history, basically. <laughs> um, you know, if if, well, if someone right. takes his premiership <laughs> off him, he's going to be very upset. But who knows? And I, I just don't think he, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dave. I was going to say. So, with how do you
2: how do you work out where things feel once you hit the semi So we re- yep. rearrange, and there's going to be different games. And are you going to use your simulation? Uh, no, thing no. We're
0: playing. We're playing trivia. Right. So what I did last time, I'm going to do the same thing this time. Basically, um, I give everyone. You get two halves. You get five questions per half. Um, depending on whether you answer the, if you can answer it straight away you get six points if you need a help you get four points if you take too long and you need a help or the other way around, you get two points um, and basically we we add up the score at the end of at the end of um, ten, 10 questions so five each half for each person and whoever's got the most points wins the game basically um, if we're tied on points then I've got a have got tiebreaker field goal questions so we have field goal shots um, and yeah, we just play the games out that way. We did it for 1992 oh, okay. as well. It uh, works really well. Yep. Um, yeah it's awesome. The questions are reasonably hard, so they're not. Not everyone's, We're not going to have like 36 all draws or anything like that. Um, so it should. It should be fairly difficult. I'm. I'm just. I've got to write the questions now. Um, but yeah, basically we're going to run those. We'll run them as individual games, and the only thing that's different this time is we don't know. There's gonna be a lot of permutations because depending on who wins in first week is gonna, like you know, because yes. it's the old McIntyre, so it's gonna be really tough to work that out. But um, yeah, basically, mm. I've got I'm gonna have enough questions for four games for each team, um, and yeah, if you if you win the very last trivia one, you win the whole thing. So uh, we did it last time for ninety two, and uh, the Broncos still won because the Broncos rep was just just a little bit better. Mm. Uh, he, he beat the dragons guy in the grand final, and it was it came down to the last question. So we'll see if we can do that again. Um, it, the Canterbury rep that I had, who um, was uh, Nick, she did a really good. She actually got through first two rounds. She got to the prelim. Um, they got Canterbury into the finals and then into the prelim. But uh, yeah, she just just didn't quite get it right. Uh, but it would be interesting if we would have got Canterbury winning it from when they didn't even make the finals. And I do. Um, but yeah, it, no, it, was, nice. it was really good actually. So we're gonna do that again. Hopefully, it um, it works out just as good. But uh, yeah, basically trivia. And then obviously, if you guys like if Merly qualifies, that's great. But if they don't, and if um, Canterbury don't qualify, then we also have like a brains trust. So um, that's one of the things you can do as a help is you can ask someone from the brains trust what they think the answer is. Obviously, you don't get as much points if you ask for help. Um but you know we had that last time it had a couple of the guys sitting in on other games and and basically just sort of being supportive. Um or not being supportive, whichever way they want to be. But uh yeah, no, it's it's really good. So that's basically how we do it. Um so we'll get yeah. to the finals. There'll be a, a different order of finalists obviously, but uh that's what we're doing. We're determining that first and then we'll we'll get that trivia thing done. Cool. All right, awesome, well, Sandy, we'll have a
1: What's that? But I like it. I said, I haven't played your trivia, but I'm good at it.
0: Oh, well, good. I mean, if we ask any questions about Second Rise for Manly in 1972, I think you'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could help you with that. (laughs) Exactly. All good. All right. Well, I'll let you guys get going. Um, thanks very much. And yeah, it was good to talk to you. And look, I, maybe one or, or two of, or, or zero of you may be in the finals. But uh, either way, I'd still like you guys to, to turn up for it. And you can be part of the Brains Trust if you're not in the finals. And um, yeah, see how you go. Maybe, maybe one of these two will be holding up the hyper NRL premiership at the end of whenever we finish this.
1: Well, thank thank you, David and Cliffy. This has been a very good podcast. So you should go out and celebrate like a true Canterbury supporter. Go out into your backyard and let off a flare. That's how you guys go.
2: I've got the uh, I've got the kids with the drums to get me out there as well. The bang bang. Oh, bang. Oh, even better. Up. Straight into the flare, <laughs> and then we're off. <laughs> All
1: right.
2: <laughs> See you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Cheers.
1: See ya. See ya.